0: You are now listening to The Pit Radio, the most politically incorrect podcast in the nation. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to be a part of the conversation. What's going on, everybody? Austin Patterson here with another episode from The Pit. Um, Today is Saturday, February 2nd. I'm in my car recording this. That is what's cool about Anchor. You can do it anywhere you want. Whenever you have an idea, you can just... Click record and start going with it. Um, Yesterday was my first uh, episode on the podcast. It was very difficult. I don't know if you could notice, but I kept rambling, um, things like that. But um, bear with me. We are uh, in a learning experience on this uh, podcast constantly. Um, It's hard to talk to yourself for a whole hour. So what I'm thinking I'm going to do now is kind of talk about um, whatever I want to talk about. Maybe just one political thing, maybe one... Um, maybe do like a couple segments, like what I, what I like about what's going on in the political aspect right now, here where I am, or something like that. Do some sort of like Ben Shapiro, what he likes, what he dislikes, type of thing. Um, not trying to necessarily copy, but I think it's a good structure to have. Um, but anyways, thanks for uh, listening um, to yesterday's podcast, and then today I decided I would do another one. I think consistency is key in this area. But I wanted to talk about uh, money and how to manage it. The best way to manage your money, I feel like it's a pretty pretty hot topic after the government shutdown, um, and it could happen again here in the next couple weeks. Now, um, if you are a government employee or have or know somebody that is, um, it, well, basically everybody knows about the whole government shutdown and how it affected the non essential government employees um, around the United States, and it lasted about three weeks. Lot or no, not three weeks. It was, it was a whole, uh, 35 days, I believe. So a month and like five days, that's, uh, the longest one in history, I believe for the United States. So it was a pretty, pretty big deal that they missed two paychecks. Um, and the thing that struck me, the thing that was kind of weird was how people were saying that, that our government employees, that it is, um, they were in crisis. They were living paycheck to paycheck and they hadn't got Paid for two paychecks, and I was just listening, just listening to, um, seven seventy K K O B about it, and they were saying, why? Uh, they had the same questions I had. Why, if you're a government employee, which means you're not minimum wage, you're definitely earning over that. Um, why are you still living paycheck to paycheck? I get if you just started, I do get that. Like that's a that's something like maybe you just got, just got in um, to. Be a government employee, so then you missed your first two paychecks or whatever. Obviously, you haven't saved up enough. But I think this is a cultural problem, rather than just um, the paychecks thing. I I believe if you're managing your money well, you should have at least. And this is actually a concept that Dave Ramsey. I don't know if you guys have heard of Dave Ramsey. He uh, has Financial Peace University. Me and our life group over at Life Church, we uh, we went through it, and it was a really good eye-opening um, thing that has a bunch of basic principles that can help you in times of crisis, but also help you to save money so that you can live the life you want to live later on. It's all about investing for your future, and I think as Americans, we are not doing that correctly Or wisely. You know, everybody's always about talking about your credit score. Credit Karma makes a living on just showing you your credit score so you could buy the next big thing um, whenever you want. Um, That to me is an immoral way to manage your money on credit. That is not good. (laughs) If you think you're smart by doing so, realistically at the end of the day, it could be used in a smart manner, but a lot of people just forget to pay that that monthly payment on their credit card, and then, boom, you're hit with 23% interest or whatnot. Um, and so I believe that if you're living the smart way, live below your means. That means don't have crazy bills. And that is possible, by the way. You just don't get the nice car. Don't get the new car. Go buy a used car. Um, don't get the nicest house, the biggest house. Live to to what you can like afford to live in. And also um, be smart about how you do it. Get a roommate. If you're, if you're single, that helps a lot. A lot of people, they want their space and privacy, but at the end of the day, they're sacrificing their peace of mind because they have a huge payment and whatnot. And, um, there's just some simple truths. I think everybody really knows, but I think it's this culture. Like we got to show off. We got to be the best. We got to, we always got to be putting on a front. Like we can afford this because of what, for whatever reason. And I don't, I don't really necessarily get that. I think the most, the best way to live is a practical life. One that you're saving for the future, always planning for things to happen instead of waiting for them to happen and being hit with a huge bill, such as a doctor's appointment or visit. that's unexpected or whatnot that you're not, haven't saved for. If you've saved for it, it doesn't even matter. Um in Dave Ramsey's, uh, whole, uh, spiel his 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 dvds that he the the financial peace university they they say your first step there's like eight baby steps or whatever your first step is to save a thousand dollars and that's just for emergencies only you never touch it emergencies being like the government shutdown um you're saving up for your food and stuff in that situation the other baby step is or the next baby step after that is saving three to six months um of, uh, what you need to live. That includes all your bills, all of, uh, your rent, um, just everything you need to live for the next three to six months. Um, if you could save up that amount of money, then it's really easy to go forward from there. And, um, from, from, from my personal finances, um, it comes out to, I don't know, like 12 to Fourteen thousand dollars that we would need to save to get up to three to six months worth of, of total uh, uh, savings in order to cover that time period, um, which is which is a it seems like a little high of an amount. But at the end of the day, if you have that put away and saved for a bad time, if you're if you're living below your means, you're able to, to do that. I mean, it's it's a pretty simple concept, um, and. For me, that is like base pay. I can put away, you know, I can put away like 500 bucks a month. um, And that's pretty low compared to what some of these government employees can can do. And I I think that's where they went wrong in the beginning is not putting away that. They know they're going to get paid because they're a government job, but you still need to do that. And I think that's a a huge part of our culture that we're missing is just preparing for crisis in the future. And not living above our means in the present time. Basically, Life Church, this is the church I go to here in Rio Rancho. Um, the way they put it is live like no one else today, meaning live below your means, live under, uh, uh, basically, live safe today so that tomorrow you can live like no one else. So live, live like no one else today so that you can live like no one else tomorrow, which means you're covered for tomorrow. In the future, when you retire, maybe you have a 401k set up or a Roth IRA or something like that, where you're just consistently putting money in there. And then at the end of the day, I mean, it is a biblical principle to save up for hard times and things like that. But if it's a good time in your life, if you're making cash, if you're stacking cash... Man, put that away. Don't live like don't don't go buy a Lambo right away. You know, put that in a consistent, uh, consistently put that away for times that are because you're gonna have times of struggle. That's just how it is. Maybe the economy causes that. Like it did in the Great Depression. That's not that's not any like personal person's fault. That's not their fault personally. However, it did affect them. So, that being said, you need a plan for the future. <laughs> that's that's all there is to it. If you're cashing out, balling out today, put away as much as you can during that time. Live below your means. And then when it comes to a hard time, you're fine. Or if it comes to retirement, you're balling. That's just how I see it. Um, now, it's easy to say. To put into practice is a whole nother deal. But all it starts with is just doing one thing at a time. And I do have uh, a recommendation. It's called uh, the uh, Acorns. And it's a good way to start out. It's an app that you put on your phone. Um, this is not necessarily an... Well, I guess it is kind of an endorsement, but it's not paid or nothing. I was just saying because I use this app. Basically, every time you go to Walmart or any store or any time you use your credit card, it takes the difference um, to the next dollar. So let's say you spend $9.50. It basically charges $10 and takes that $0.50. Cents. That's the difference between $9.50 and $10, the next dollar up. And it puts that in a savings slash uh, investing account for you automatically... And uh, you could go in and look at how your how your uh, stocks are uh, doing, how how much money you're making, uh, how much money you're putting away. It's a great way to just slowly and consistently put away money. That's that's a good starting place. That's a huge thing for college kids. I paid off a two hundred and fifty dollars speeding ticket in college because I had it, and it was it was probably the most relieving thing ever. I ha- in college. I was living off of two hundred and fifty bucks a month. Okay, that's just. That's just plain and simple because, you know, housing was paid for for, for the scholarship or whatnot. Um, and then the rest of my bills and whatnot I was paying with 250 bucks. I didn't have enough money to pay for that speeding ticket. Now, granted, it was my fault and I take responsibility for it. But, acorns, I had put in for, it was a whole year. I didn't touch it. And I, every time I spent money, it just took out that difference. And by the end of the year, I had, f- I think it was $600 in um, total savings from just extra change that I wasn't even going to miss anyways. Um, and it had invested it for me, and I got up to like 900 bucks. It sounds a little ridiculous and far-fetched, but that was a good year in the stock market. Um, and uh, I think also along those lines, too, I, I had opted to put in an extra $5 every other week or something like that. And that got me up to like $900 at the end. And that helped me pay for that speeding ticket. It was awesome. It just kind of shows you in a small like scenario how saving for the future can help you in times of crisis or times of need. And that was money that I wasn't even looking at. It was just kind of you kind of have to forget about it. And, and it comes back once you're ready to use it. I used it for that speeding ticket. The rest of the money I used to help pay um, when I came back from college, was looking for a job, um, was trying to reinvest in some of the equipment I had bought for uh, my company that I had started. And uh, and then also my wedding, I we used some of that to, to, to get it done. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just goes to show you the principle of saving for the future is a very, very valuable lesson to learn early on. If you're young, if you're like me, you're like in your 20s, whatnot, um, Dave Ramsey was talking about if you if you start investing by the age of 30, he even put it, and like 20 years later, it was something like crazy numbers. If you just invested, um, I think it was like $2,000 a year for the next 20 years into a Roth IRA, and it's gaining 12% interest, which was an average number, and I don't, I don't know if that's entirely accurate. Even if it's not, it's still going to be an astronomical number compared to what you think. If you put it in an IRA, if you put it in a four hundred one k, that's at, that's tra- that's on annual average interest growth was at twelve percent. It comes out to like seven million dollars you'd have after those twenty years, just putting twenty or two thousand dollars away every year, um, and it just keeps getting that interest and keeps paying off itself and things like that. So that's a principle. Just wanted to kind of share with you. I think and. and I do feel bad for the the people that are living uh, paycheck to paycheck, but at the end of the day, it's their fault. Um, and this is not this is not going to the minimum wage thing. This is just for people that are currently they have a uh, a, a situation. They're working for the government, let's say, and they're 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 making well above $60,000 a year. This is kind of to those people that say, that, there was a couple of people that said they were living fa- paycheck to paycheck when they're making $60,000 a year. To me, that sounds absurd and insane. Um, I've never made over 40,000 a year and, uh, haven't even come close to that. Matter of fact, um, and we were able to survive off of some savings for, uh, three months or so like that. So, I think there is some lessons to be learned here. Obviously, money is a, a difficult subject to talk about for some people. But just be diligent with it. Save for the times of need. Um, don't spend all your money at once. Don't get into debt. Things like that that are just like common sense, like uh, statements, really have a lot of weight behind them over time, over with consistency involved and things like that. Um, I just think a lot of people are not using that the correct way. And also blaming outside forces when they have the full control to do so. You have, if you have an income, you have the control to start right now. Whether it's a hundred bucks you're putting away a week, a month, um, that's some place to start. That hundred bucks you don't touch though. That savings you don't touch. You wait till a time of need. And the time of need is not you need um, snacks as groceries. A time of need is like, a hospital payment or uh maybe you, you can't make rent that month so that's what you take out or a car breaks down or something like that. some very basic principles that are very common sense in my opinion. However, sometimes people just need to to hear it and to hear it out loud and things like that. So, that was kind of for for this episode. Wanted to get a quick little one in. Um I think consistency is key for me as well in posting these. Obviously, um I'm going to try, this is practice for me, I'm I'm trying to get better at just talking, you know, trying to, trying to overcome the, uh, I have a lot of problems with finding the right words and things like that, but I, I, when I was doing this before my, in my, uh, room in college when we were doing the podcast, I, I, I noticed myself getting more fluent, finding the words faster than I needed to, and so for me, this is really good practice. I, uh, I appreciate everybody that does listen, and I think um, that uh, I'll be trying to do this as much as possible. I hope you guys stay tuned, and I hope you guys like it. Um, if you have any comments or you want to uh, kind of suggest topics for shows or whatever, follow us on instagram follow uh me on the pit radio uh on twitter there's all kinds of places that i'm trying to get to i'll start advertising and things like that so it's 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 gonna be a learning lesson i hope you guys are along for the ride i hope you like it um and uh yeah it's kind of a it's kind of a, a good good little little topic to go on for this saturday february 2nd morning Um, financial peace university by Dave Ramsey. Definitely recommend it. Uh, take it with a grain of salt though, Uh, apply it to how you need to in your own finances. Um, but at the end of the day, these principles are timeless. They're biblical and you can use them what, with whatever amount you're making, uh, whatever amount of money that you have that you can kind of allocate to certain, certain, uh, places in your life. Um, yeah, I know money's pretty uh pretty boring to talk about sometimes. I love it. I love talking about uh money I own me and my business partner always talk about um best ways to invest and things like that. It's a very interesting concept. You can make money work for you and uh there's a lot of people out there that can help you. Gary V big time supporter of Gary V that dude knows what he's talking about he's very very quick he knows how the markets work he knows how to invest things like that that's the suggestion of the day is to go check out Gary V um there's a lot of podcasts out there that teach you how to spend your money wisely and also these things that I'm suggesting are kind of more common sense on the line of common sense um but Gary V and these other guys will kind of go into detail as to specifically how to do so. In my opinion, just get a different bank account, put that money in there, and uh, you should be good for for uh, hard times and whatnot. Um, that's probably the most practical way to start. Acorns, again, another crazy good app that helps you save up as, as you go through uh, your everyday life without even noticing it. It'll start saving for you. Um, Just things like that. That's all I use. Um, I want to get into the trading and stuff in the future, but I think for right now um, what I can afford and what I have time to do would would be those recommendations. Um, And that's maybe all it takes. And then maybe eventually start looking into IRAs, 401Ks, things like that. Dave Ramsey talks about that. Great, great uh, learning, uh, great advice they give. Um, So, yeah, just check those out. But anyways, this has been another episode of The Pit. I hope you guys like it. It's been really fun recording this, kind of uh, getting my ideas out there. I know it's not all as uh, (laughs) coherent and uh, um, it's kind of all over the place right now, but I'm trying. I'm learning. getting better. Practice makes perfect, so we're just going to keep doing this. Consistency is key. Um, But anyways, y'all have a good day. Have a good weekend. Super Bowl weekend. Go Rams. And uh, we'll see you next time. Y'all take it easy. Later.